The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for, I don't know, coming back, tuning in now, whatever it is. Hey, thanks for coming back, Pitching Ninja. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, welcome back. Give you the welcome back. Let's get so, so excited. Pitching so lay this Ninja's out for the back. people that don't that don't understand. Like, first of all, pitching ninja is not pitching list. We no, uh, it's not. We uh, went through that the other day on the so. baseball pod. We did discuss that. We we discussed the whole thing where it was pitching ninja versus barstool sports, which then turned into pitching ninja. And baseball Twitter versus Barstool Sports, which then turned into Pitching Ninja, Baseball Twitter, and Jeff Passan from Yahoo Sports versus Barstool Sports. And then it was over. After everybody cried and whined, <laughs> and then Pitching Ninja is back, everybody, uh, everyone's like, oh, oh my God, Pitching Ninja, you're back, we're so excited. And he gave an acceptance <laughs> speech, on, uh, speech on Twitter. He's Everyone like, was on Mad TV. <laughs> Thank you, I'm very excited to be back. Thank you to all the people. And uh, he absolutely burned KFC from Barstool, which I thought was hilarious. He had a picture uh, in front of the TV, like, I'm back, and it was like eating KFC. It was fantastic. But definitely, as I, I said on the baseball podcast, I love drama. I like to be in drama. Because it's not interesting to me. I love to watch it. Kind of like, I don't like to be in a car wreck, but <laughs> you, I'm cool well, with, like, I, watching I said this it. before. You're the popcorn gift guy. Yeah, I'm 100%. That is me. I love all of it. But it really flamed out, and everyone just looked like a bunch of crybabies. Like, everyone looked really bad. Like, like it was just weird to me. And may, maybe I'm just detached from society that, like, the amount of, like, oh, my God, Pitching Ninja. Like, he's, he's going to be back, guys. Like. Like and now he's got an MLB I mean, Twitter logo on it. Doesn't everything. like permanently ban anyone unless they're like KKK members, I right? I don't even know if they do that. They're like, ah, twenty four hours. Get that out of your system. <laughs> That's Twitter. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I th- it was an interesting story, but it, it kind of unfolded exactly like you said. Like, you know, pitching ninja's back now. Yeah, he's back. And and guess what? From this morning, he has gained four thousand followers. Wow. I said it would be the best thing that has ever happened to this guy that he got all of this unwarranted Maybe attention. Maybe we should get suspended. Should we get suspended? Will we gain followers after that? Nobody will be like... No one would care, right? No one is going to start a Me Too movement for Bogman and the Welsh like they did with Pitching Ninja. 
the the insanity of people being like, this is a travesty. Like they're yeah, like Matt TV. They're like Why Stuart. Everybody oh, like that. Look what I can it's do. It's a travesty. Yeah. I Look. can't see Bogman's fat cat picture. I don't understand what the problem is. Look what I can do. Like that's the. I just thought it was all very funny, and it's it is the internet Twitter stardom that creates the insanity. Where the barstool guy wanted to have an internet fight. Pitching Ninja is a guy that didn't get it, and he like blocked him, but then. Twitter blocked him, and then everybody got like, "Oh my god, we need him back! He's like the best thing ever." And then guess what? Like, I mean, pitching ninja stuff is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm not denying that it's cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like the gifts, and I I like all that stuff. Like, it's it's a great job. Yeah, you know. But uh, I mean, I I don't know. I'm not gonna lose any sleep. I I I, I lost, especially knowing that he's gonna be back in like two or three days. Yeah, he's gonna be back in two days. And like, but like he said, remember he said he was like, uh, I feel like George from um, A Wonderful Life (laughs) that I got to view (laughs) George Bailey. Right, what life would be like without me? And when I saw that, I was like, I was like a blackjack blackjack dealer. I was like, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. Uh, Everything is cool. Everybody, come back. We're good. But let's end this topic now because now it got weird. And the guy gained uh, three thousand followers. So good, good for you, Pitching Ninja. Glad to have you back. I'm I'm looking right now. I'm looking at ridiculous uh, Max Scherzer gifts, and it's very sexy. And I see that little MLB uh, uh, logo in the bottom right, which uh, I think that got him out of Twitter jail. I'm watching him strike out Yasiel Puig. It's very nice. It's very good. Yeah, you know, I I think that some of those things are. Uh, th- there's there's other stuff that goes with that, right? Like uh, like the whole thing with Howard Stern's uh, Scott the Engineer. Did you hear about all that stuff? No. Where, oh yeah, uh, where well Howard was being uh, an a hole about it. Well, but 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 think about it this way, like, and I agree, Howard is absolutely. Well, the whole an thing a-hole. was is Scott the Engineer's wife was going through cancer. Yes. And he had a uh, GoFundMe, and Howard did not talk about it. Also, refused to talk about it when it became a story. When one simple conversation probably could have blown that thing up to kingdom come. And this is a but, guy that's worked for Howard for twenty years. But okay, so I didn't hear about it through the Howard Stern show because, you know, it's not 2004, so I don't listen to the Howard Stern anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, not that Howard Stern is doing bad stuff. I mean, we not... listen to free 24-hour fantasy sports radio here on the yeah. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah, I listen, you know, I, I air check myself. I listen to uh, Sleeper on the Bust. I listen to comedy pods. You know, I listen to audiobooks. Like, I just don't listen to Howard Stern. So I would have, if he would have said something, I never would have heard about it. No. I heard about Scott the Engineer's GoFundMe uh, for his wife with cancer because Howard Stern didn't do anything about it because yeah. he didn't do anything about it. Everyone else was talking about it. What if that is Howard's strategy? I'm not saying that he isn't an to a-hole. Be an a-hole? I, I, be, I bet that's probably not a strategy, but not a great because, one. because he didn't do anything about it and it became this gigantic public deadspin, TMZ, other podcasts, you know, all kinds of people are covering it. Then I heard about it. So yeah, maybe I mean, it's better for Scott, the engineer on the Howard Stern show, that Howard didn't say anything about it because it became a gigantic story. There's something to, I, I guess. So where are we going with this? We're saying that, I mean, it's I don't just, know. Okay, <laughs> I, I have just, no idea. I'm trying to piece it all together. Now. Are you saying that Pitching Ninja is not talking? Is he Howard Stern? No, I'm just saying it's a correlation that something bad happened to Pitching Ninja. Something bad happened and he gained followers. You know, yeah. look, 
I'll just keep the followers I have. I don't want anything bad to happen to me. I'll go through it the easy way. Yeah. I mean, enough bad is happening to us, so we don't I'm, need it anymore. Apparently, we're millennials. You know, by, by the way, Are we really? haven't you heard this? Uh, have, have you heard all this stuff about how... Am I a millennial? You know, now it's 1984 is a millennial and really? not 1983, but before it was 1980. Like, they don't know where to draw the line. I am going to be 35 years old tomorrow. You're a millennial. I'm going to be 35 years old tomorrow. I cannot fathom that I'm a millennial. I don't understand. The cutoff is 1980 from the original thing I heard. What? I don't do millennial so. things. I, don't, I haven't played a video game in five years. I've never been on t- the tender. You know what the last, like... You don't even know how to say it. Why can't you say Tinder? I don't know. You know what the last, like, uh, dating app Tinder. thing I was on was um, Hot or Not. Do you remember that? What? what? No. It was, like... all. Is it, that the thing, like, what Facebook came out with? Like, the no. thing in the movie, Hot or Not? No, it was, like, Face Swap or whatever. No, Hot okay. or Not was the most superficial thing on the planet, is you would post a picture up, oh, and then people that. would vote, you're hot or you're not, and then you got a rating. And then yeah. you would drink... Because you hate yourself, or acceptance in life would be because you're like, oh, I'm like an eight point five. Cool. It's a lot like when we had our friend who is actually on Tinder uh, show the girls a picture of Bogman and then show a picture uh, of the Welsh to the girls and then have her rate which one. And yeah. uh, I believe the Welsh probably does not want to talk about that. I mean, I think what you got two and I got one, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Like, I think I got like. Three people rated. But so. who had more? It was the main. Uh, no, hey, hey, good for you, man. I mean, you, everyone needs a win, so I'm I'm very proud of you. Just like the voting we did, this poll we have up: Shohei Otani versus Ozzy Albie's. That is a very interesting vote. I just put a vote on it. Ooh, I just changed the scoring on it. It is currently sitting 51 percent Ozzy Albie's over Shohei Otani right now. Hype Ooh. City. Ooh-hoo. Hype City, baby. So you can vote on it. Go check it out. Bogman Sports is the Twitter handle. FNTSY Radio is on it. I retweeted it. Ozzy Albies versus Shohei Otani. Who do you want rest of season? And Ozzy Albies currently has the lead as we are doing this. Yeah, it's uh, that's going to be a close one. I think that if you would have put this up two weeks ago before... Uh, a week before, ago, man. Yeah, Otani had the blister. Then Otani would be winning this by a landslide, right? I mean, but, it's, it's uh, the, he um, the blister, so it was a tough start. So it's the ebb and no. flow of fantasy right now. That's the whole conversation. I don't read too much into the physical number necessarily, except that these two are at the same pace. I think Ozzy Albies, the one we talked about before, Ozzy Albies being fifty percent rest of season owned with Alex Bregman, it could have been less, and Bregman could have won. Means nothing to me that half the people value Albies over Bregman is the telling story. If you have Albies over Otani, that's a telling story. Or if you, even if it's uh, Otani 55% and Albies 45%, I think that is a massive, massive telling story of the hype trend that is Ozzy Albies. And one of the more interesting things this entire season is going to be able to follow and see how much can this continue. Yeah, and... I, I don't know, man, because this is we've said this over and over and over, but it's just tough to know. It's tough to know if you are buying in on the absolute future or if you are buying in on Eric Thames, you know, from last year, a guy that's going to have a good April and then really trickle down for the rest of the season. I, I just think Albies has the pedigree to be a guy that, uh, you know, lasts for the rest of the season. So I, but I, Otani has come in and lit the world on fire. So I'm kind of, 
I like both these guys. I think I'm going to go in a daily transaction league where I can use them as both. I am going to take Otani because, yes, I expect the hitting to calm down. And, yes, even the pitching, even after this blister thing, and the blister thing is a bit scary. But uh, And, by the way, no outs, you know, every single poll we put up, there's been some type of a comment outburst of how could anyone take this guy? How sure. could anyone take that guy? We don't have that yet on this one no not even close to it yeah not at all yeah not at all i mean albies now i'm looking at like albies is taking it like 54 percent. he's just continuously going this is crazy yeah i think you know we'll get a little bit of balance there too so uh i, I think this one is going to wind up being mm, i mean otani didn't pitch today so it's probably going to be like a 60 40 albies yeah well he did hit though last night yeah he did hit yeah but but I you know I think if he's got to pitch again and show that he's great to win this one, and we're not going to get that before the end of this poll. So I'm going to say sixty forty Albies at the end of it. Well, what do you think is going to happen there? Um, I think that's close. I think I'm I kind of want to sit more like fifty five, you know, like a fifty five forty five in favor of Albies. I think Albies is going to win this one. I do. Yeah yeah me too. Uh, you know who I'm going to take over both of them? Who? Jed Lowry. Oh, yeah. God, dude, he is insane right now. <laughs> One of the hottest hitters in baseball, too. Uh, who is hotter, Jed Lowry or Bryce Harper? Well, I, I mean, that's... Jed Lowry leads the league in hits and RBI. I mean, it's still Bryce Harper, but I know what you're I, I know like what you're getting at here. And yeah, Jed Lowry is probably one of the best pickups. Like there's someone sitting there right now that's listening and they're like, yeah, it's amazing right now. He is going to be one of those April pickups that is going to do so much for you. He's going to do so much for you in your run for, you know, this early part of the season, especially if like imagine if you had Daniel Murphy and you got him really late and you were able to replace him for this month with Jed Lowry when he tapers down and you get Daniel Murphy back, he's one of probably the best replacement players you're going to have in the month of April. I don't think it continues at the same pace like even remotely close. I mean, he hit 14 bombs last year. He already has 6 in 19 games. I mean, the dude okay. has been insane. I mean, do you think he overpasses <laughs> the 14? Yeah. I think the 14 is he's got 6 this month. I mean, he's going to hit I think he get it 8 for the rest of the year uh without a problem. Okay, well, check it out. <laughs> Right, we are going to play some chicken. A little impromptu chicken here. Jed Lowry, six homers. What did he have last year, 14? Yes. Okay, so eight is the Mendoza line for him. Bogman, I will open up at seven. Rest of season. Nine. Ten. Twelve. You think he can hit 12 more? He's got six in a month, dude. Thirteen. You win. No, come on. You got to go one more. You, yeah, I almost lost a hundred dollars. All right. I was, I rescind mine and you have 12. No, no, you can't. You've already done that bit before. No, nah, and I, you're not doing it again. You said 13, 13 is where it's. I don't believe I it. sold it to you. I, so, I, I'll, I'll let you go down to 11. That's 19 home runs. That would be five more than he's ever hit in a season. So you win that one. I don't believe it. What is wrong with me? What's my problem? So much. I, I just, I don't. I mean. Uh, the, here's what's wrong with you is you think you're going to buy this super cheap 
and there's going to be no problem and that I'm just going to be insane because I said he can hit 15, which, by the way, is nine more. So and that's already fairly close. Why would I go all the way up there? I should. I don't know why I didn't stop. I should have stopped at 12 as my problem. So Bogman believes 19. That's the number to focus on here. Uh, total. <laughs> no. <laughs> 18. 18 total. You believe 18 total, so focus I, on that. I think that. it's possible, but it doesn't matter because you have 19. That's now he has to hit 19 for you to win that. <sighs> it's the worst. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. That's, that's, uh, that's what happens with this game. It gets ahead of you. It gets ahead of you. But I don't know. I, I think... I want to call Jed Lowry like the, you know, the Mr. April type of situation, the Brandon Inge, the Eric Thames from last year. I just don't think it's going to continue. I think he can be serviceable in value, but I think he's going to be a guy come June that people are going to start cutting for prospects that come up. This, or, yeah, and this is an immediate trade. If you can get somebody to give you a top 150 player for Jed Lowry, you do that immediately, right? How about this? Nick Zell comes up, and you can only drop Lowry. Yeah, I'd do that. You do it? Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on, you know, if Nick Senzel comes up in June and Lowry's already at 12 homers, then I'm not going to do that. So Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think Jed Lowry's a player that, I mean, it's, it's going to be impossible if he's continuing at his pace, but he's one of those guys that I think what's going to happen, you come into late May or whatever, you're going to be faced with a guy that overall season numbers look high, Maybe he's, you know, the homers have dropped, but he's still kind of keeping an average and whatnot. Maybe, you know, his average has dropped down to 260 in the month of May. And you're going to be kind of battling yourself. You're like, well, you know, April is really good. I'm cutting him for a top prospect that's going to get major league time. Let let me burn through a couple guys and you tell me if there's, these are just instant trades. Okay, we only got a couple seconds anyway. Okay, Uh, Adam Jones. Do I want, oh, I want want Jones. You want Jones Jones. over Lauer, right? Jones. Yeah, uh, Nomar Mazzara. Mazzara. Uh, Johnny Cueto, Paul Cueto. DeYoung, yep. uh, Adam Eaton, yep. Kevin, well, Kim yep. Myers hurt, uh, <laughs> Adrian Beltre, yep. Garrett Richards, Marcus Ye- Stroman. Yep. I'm like from Storage Wars. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So someone offers everyone. you a top 150 player. You pull that trigger. Yeah. Uh, every one of them. Well, I mean, no, I want, yeah, exactly. Oh, you get any of those Everyone guys. that's not injured. Saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I think I might've been saying it wrong. I want any of those guys over... Over Jet Yeah, yeah, yes. I see what you're saying. If you could trade yeah. him for any of those, good on you. All right, uh, we got more, a little bit more baseball. And then remember, in the last hour, the third hour, we're going to be talking about what the hell the Cleveland Browns are talking about doing, plus our fantasy football early, 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 early mock draft. We got all that, plus some more fantasy baseball coming up. So don't you go anywhere. This is In This League on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. I am Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. We are in this league. Hey, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Download the free app. 
You can listen on TuneIn. You can listen on iHeart. Got a lot of options. I don't know. If you don't want to listen on the app or uh, you're streaming on the website, fantasysportsnetwork.com slash radio, go get you some TuneIn. Get yourself some uh, iHeart Radio. No problem with that. And if you miss anything, go to fantasysportsnetwork.com slash radio and you can listen on demand. And you can catch it on iTunes. We are also on Spotify. So you can listen to us, uh, our podcast. So podcasts. There's no excuse for you to not be listening to us is what we're saying. Yeah, unless you're just rude. If you're rude, <laughs> well, if you miss part of this, it's rude for you not to go give us a download. What's your problem? I think so. Yeah, I agree with that. How many hours of radio do you think we could do? This should be a marathon one time. Uh, we could probably do a good 10. Fairly easy. I would get loopy. It'd get pretty strange. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, we get loopy at three. So we definitely get loopy. We get loopy I, in the first segment. I mean, you just throw out subjects. We can talk about them. I, I went to a Joe Rogan show one time, and it was his last show in, uh, you know, Arizona. It was in Tempe. Uh, it was his last show of his set. So he's like, this is my last show. I got the rest of the night. So you guys just, you know, his show was like an hour. And it's like, you guys just want to hang out and throw stuff out. I don't care if you leave. I don't think you're rude or anything. But I just want to sit here and talk. So he did like another hour where he just like people just threw out things. They're like, two girls, one cup. You know, like so. And he would talk about it. So and just make it funny. So it was uh, it was pretty funny. I think. Well, what do you think, do Bogman? Why don't you talk about it? Two girls, one cup, please. Uh, I heard it was chocolate mousse. Oh, you're towing the line. I don't well, even think Sincata's going there. You just said it. I, so. was, I was hoping well, you were well, going to dance that don't know it. what it is. I mean, do not oh, look at it. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a I large not contingency. Kidding. This is not a thing. Do not <laughs> look that up if you don't know what it is. And I'm not being cute. Reminder. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying this so that you go look it up. Do not go look that up if you don't know what it is. So, <laughs> Okay. Great reminder. But you can go look up in this league.com. Don't blame me like. when you do, you jerks. In this league.com. That's a, that's a place to go to. Check it out. We'd love for you to check out our podcast. You can get shirts. You can do all that stuff. I got my prospect podcast. I got a, I got a prospect hat coming in. Did I tell you about that? No. Yeah. Logos are always a big thing. And we've been trying to get in this league ones set, but the logo is a whole issue and a problem. But uh, for prospect one, I got some new logos done. And after battling with this company, over 50 emails, it feels like. They finally got the thing produced, and they've sent it out, and I haven't received it yet. So we'll see. We'll see if it looks good, but there might be a Prospect 1 hat. So you can get some uh, you can get the, some in-this-league swag at our website. Get some cool shirts. We got some funny shirts. We got some mugs. Uh, we might have a hat soon. Hopefully we'll have more stuff if we have jobs, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. All right, what are we talking about here? I want to talk about some other hot guys like Jed Lowry, and he, he even include him in this. I just want you to rank some of these hot guys mm. in their hot starts in believability for the rest of the season. So I'm going to go over some guys, and then we can talk about the parameters. Give, give me the param- like. What is the parameter of believability? Are we putting a numerical thing to it? A one to five bogs? Like how are that, we doing that? You th- no, I don't want to get into bogs or risk bucks or any other of your weird metric systems. Uh, I just want to talk about like I just want you to rank them in believability that they can keep up, not the pace well, what's necessarily. The rank, then the, what, like give me how do I rank them? You rank them in believability. So I say, I, I think, say believable, I say, okay. foreign believability. So, uh, no, Jesus, <laughs> I don't know why you have to make this. Well, it's like, give me listen, the stupid, give listen, me the thing. Listen, 
if you think that Didi Gregorius's great start is more believable than Jed Lowry's, four believable bucks. More. Oh my God, you would rank him ahead of Jed Lowry. Okay. I so think you like, understand, and you're just effing with me. So this is what this is like. Um, There's no more questions. What's that? This is like the the brick game where you take the brick out and you put the one on top. What's it called? Jenga. Jenga. This is Jenga. Yeah, sure. It, if that's what makes you understand it, then yeah, it's Jenga. Okay. So I'm Jerry Rice catching bricks here and stacking them. All right, let's go. So we have uh, Jed Lowry's on this list. Our guy Didi Gregorius, who has started out white hot. Really, my guy. Didi mm. Gregorius is on this list. Didi uh, well, is the brick above Jed Lowry. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Uh, then we have Hanley Ramirez, who's your guy. Where would you put him? Uh, I would sandwich him between Lowry and, uh, and Didi. So it would go Didi 1, Hanley 2, Jed Lowry so far. Yes. Uh, how about Villanueva from the, the Padres? I almost said the Pirates. I don't know why. Hmm. I want to put Villanueva behind Lowry. So he would be last right now. Yes. Good, man. Yeah, but he's last. But he, but he's last. There's no... He's bottom B. No... <laughs> uh, let's look at his numbers real quick. Yeah. I, I want to take a look let's... and uh, see him. Okay, so he has six homers already, so he's matching Jed Lowry. Four wrist bucks. He's hitting 340. He's got 10 runs and 13 RBI, no swipes. Pretty good. His on-base percentage is 450. What's his BABIP? BABIP is 440. Oh, okay. That's believable. <laughs> uh, and his strikeout percentage is 31.7%. Those are good. But his uh. walk rate is 10%, so that's pretty high. But he does have a very high swinging strike rate of 17.5%. So, yeah, you're right. I'm going to go with you. Uh, how about Asdrubal Cabrera? Where does he rank? We got Didi, Hanley, Lowry, Villanueva. Where does Ed, as Drupal go? I uh, love his nickname. Um, I'm going to put him at the bottom. He's now bottom that, B. So he's behind Villanueva as Drupal is. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't know, man. I I, I could be. I could be t- uh, sold that he could be above Villanueva. I just I want to look at some of his other other things too. Let's see, his BABIP is three fifty seven, so still very high. His what are his numbers? Uh, he's got four homers, uh, sixteen RBI, and nine or sixteen runs and nine RBI. OBP is three seventy seven. Now, see, his strikeout percentage is fifteen point six, and his walk rate is five point two, which is met though. Uh, eight uh, seven point six is his career. Uh, walk percentage so he's below his walk percentage and his, but his obp is still very high at 377 at career 332 I, i'm gonna stick with it i think i would put cabrera i would put him at least ahead of villanueva if not ahead of jed lowry are you tracking what our our bricks yeah, look like yeah i've got okay. it but but i'm i'm keeping your vote so i'm not i'm not going to convince you over as over uh villanueva or lowry at least over villanueva no i'm gonna i'm gonna stick Okay. Yeah. Yasmani Grandal. He goes at the bottom, right? Because he's a cheater. Uh, is he a cheater? Yasmani yeah, Grandal? He got suspended. Yeah, he got suspended for 80 games for cheating. When? You don't remember that? Uh, I don't remember when it was, but I remember it happening. Oh, no. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Type all. it into Google. It happened. Let's see. Yasmani Grandal suspension. Ooh, did not autocorrect. Oh, yeah. He was suspended 50 games in 2012 for testosterone use. 
Yeah, I was getting nervous here because I'm like, oh, 129, 126, 115, 128. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm getting him mixed up with somebody else. But 2012. No, I was not. Okay, so it was a while ago. But see, I remember. I don't forget you cheaters. Yeah. Uh, he's got three homers, nine runs, 13 RBI. His OBP is 435. BAPIP is 400. Uh, he has a 17.7K percentage, 11.3 walk percentage, 9.2 swinging strike. I'm going to put him above uh, as Drupal. I almost called him by his nickname that we can't say here. You can say that. That's fine. No, I'm not going to. Um, I mean, I won't either, but uh, okay. I, I think you can. I, I would, you wouldn't put him. I mean, nope. I like Christian Villanueva, but you wouldn't put Yasmani Grandal, a guy with a little bit of a track record ahead of Villanueva. You're buying into, I mean, Villanueva just seems to have tons no, of power. Stop trying to change my wall. No. Okay. Yeah. As, uh, as Drupal goes at the bottom. You almost said it again, I did. didn't I you? I almost did. Uh, Eric Thames. Ooh. Eric Thames, gigantic start this year, gigantic start last year. Obviously, nothing is like a lot last year. gigantic. Season. What else? Uh, gigantic arms yeah. and legs. Uh-huh. And probably an ass, too, oh, like we pro- talked Ooh. about before. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, Not looking where, at where it right did... now, so I can't confirm or deny. So... Uh, where does Thames go on this list? I think I feel like he's going to go higher than a couple of these. On other our guys. hot guy wall, Thames is going to go. I'm going to put Thames third behind Hanley. Okay, so Thames so goes. Right now we have one more to go, and I think he's going to climb up here too. Well, let's just do him, and then we'll uh, go ahead. Let's do him, Pogman. Let's Phrasing. do this guy. Uh, Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson has gotten the green light, so he's stealing bases at a rapid clip. I believe he still leads the, the league in stolen bases. Mm. Uh, well, Trey Turner's up there, too. But uh, mm. Tim Anderson with the White Sox plays a premium position, starting out pretty damn hot, hit some homers last year that we didn't expect, stealing bases. He's got the ultimate green light. Uh, he's got three bombs already this year, nine runs, five RBI, eight swipes. His batting average is coming down, 232. I'm going to go... At 25.4. I'm going to go Tim Anderson above Thames. Anderson above Thames. So that is going to... What's my guy wall look like? Your guy wall looks like Didi, Hanley, Tim Anderson, Eric Thames, Jed Lowry, Christian Villanueva, Yasmani Grandal, and Asdrubal Cabrera. Perfect. That's a you're perfect comfor- list. You're comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm very comfortable with this. Mm, I don't know if I am. What's your problem? I- I just I, I feel like I would have Villanueva probably at the bottom because he's just a guy we've never heard of. And I would have I would have Asdrubal Cabrera over Jed Lowry and like over all Thames. about Asdrubal. Yeah, well I like Asdrubal and I don't I don't think that You have Asdrubal over Thames? Yeah, Thames sucks. He he's always yeah, hurt. He suck. And he starts he starts hot in April and that's it. So I, I'm I'm out on Thames. Eh. In fact, I think I put maybe Jed Lowry over Thames too. So I'm not a Thames guy. <laughs> so I go Dee, Dee Hanley, Tim Anderson. Actually, I would go Tim over Hanley. So I go Dee, Dee Tim Anderson, Hanley, Asdrubal Cabrera, Jed Lowry, Thames, Christian Villanueva, and Yasmani Grandal. Our lists are so different. I don't think they're that different. We Pretty have different. the – I mean, you just – you really buy into Hanley. Yeah, I do. I drafted I mean, him. He's good. He is really good. I just think Hanley's going to get hurt. You want to do some pitchers? Uh, Sure. All right, so uh, Patrick Corbin or Blake Snell? Patrick Corbin. All right. Uh, Blake Snell or Rick Porcello? Mm, Blake Snell. 
Blake's no, I think I go Porcello. I'm not looking I, at numbers though. So I, I mean, numbers might sway me. You give, well, give me some numbers. Where read them off to me. <laughs> Why? Well, Come on, teacher. Uh, hold on, let me pull them up here. Rick Porcello. Why don't you look up I'm Blake Snell? Up Snell. Not All Ian right. Snell. Remember Ian Snell? Oh God, I do remember Ian yeah. Snell. Did he go to relief? Pirates. He was a thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Four starts for Rick Porcello. Four wins for Rick Porcello. Twenty-three strikeouts. One walk. One walk, 1.4 ERA, XFIP is 331, uh, his uh, lob is 82.6%, getting his swinging strike rate 8.9, uh, 8 uh, K per 9, 0.35 walk per 9. Mm, that walk per 9 is really nice. Um, Blake Snell's a walk machine, isn't he? you got to go with Porcello. I'm going to stick Snell, but man, is it close. Come on, really? You yeah. wanna, give me Snell's numbers. Snell is 2-1. Uh, he has got an essentially a 11K per nine. He struck out, what has he struck out? 26 in 21 innings. He's got a 2.95 ERA, a 3.76 xFIP. Left on is 85%. His walks are definitely up there, though. They're in the fours. That's his major problem. And yeah, but I'm going to go with Blake Snow. I'm going to go with the strikeout numbers. Rick Porcello, I mean, I'm not going to argue that because, you know, the team he plays for could put him over. But I think he's a little bit more prone to some blow up. I don't know. This is super close. I'm not going to. Well, he's not walking anybody. Yeah, so no, that, you're right that's about that's the that. nice thing. It's like it's hard to get blown up when you're not walking, guys. That's a tough so. one. That's a tough uh, one. Okay, the next guy is Dylan Bundy. He's 0-2, but he's got 31 strikeouts, seven walks, 1.4 ERA, 3.15 xFIP, 109 WHIP. His K per nine is 10.87. Walk per nine is 2.49. He's left on 80 percent. And a swinging strike rate is a career high at sixteen point three percent. I'm gonna go. So, I'm gonna go Bundy number two. So Bundy is two. So it goes Corbin Bundy Snell Porcello. Yeah. Correct. Yep. All right, Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton has been mowing mfers down. He has been incredible, and I just want to point out that I took Charlie Morton. In a mock at one point, and you said, I don't like that pick. I hate it. Why do it's you hate it? It's probably a dumb pick. It's probably a dumb pick. Why do you hate Charlie Morton? Because he's 3-0, 33 strikeouts, 6 walks, 0.72 ERA, 0.8. You want to know a fun stat? 99.1% left on base percentage. Okay. But but he's probably not getting too many on base because he only has six walks. Well, ninety nine point one percent of them are staying on. That is the most. Okay, but his ERA is number. also uh, you know zero point seven two. So sure. make that eighty percent. It goes up to what two and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Still really good. Yeah, no, it is. I'm gonna go Morton. Oh man, I hate moving Porcello down this much, but I'm gonna go Morton number three. You're gonna take Morton over Bundy. No, I'm going to pick Bundy over Morton. Okay, Bundy over Morton. That's what I said. I guess I was just saying what I would do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what about uh, Jamison Tyon in uh, this group? Tyon is in a stick where he's at. Bottom. Bottom. Bottom, bottom, bottom for, for Jamison Tyon. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I guess we don't even need to launch into his numbers then. Um, how about uh, your boy, Joey Lucchesi? Uh Below Tyon. Now he's the bottom B. And Chad Bettis. New bottom B. New bottom B. So so the list goes Corbin, Bundy, Morton, Snell, Porcello, Tyon, Lucchesi, Lucchesi, 
and then Chad Bettis, cancer survivor. You're going to rank as last. Oh, I mean, you like cancer? Throw that in. Jesus. So you have the two cancer survivors, uh, two of the bottom three. <laughs> so so to... the Welsh loves cancer, hates pitchers. That has nothing to do with it. We'll get Bogman's take on his <laughs> list here. Assuming, presumably, he should have the cancer guys Cancer's one and two at the bottom of my list. Yeah, well, so. he should have the he top be of below Chad Bettis because Chad Bettis won. All right. Well, we'll be back. It's in this league. That's Scott Bogman. I'm Chris Welsh. More fantasy baseball talk and NFL draft mock and NFL draft draft talk coming up. So don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses. No strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Wait, wait, let me let me explain something to you. I am not in this league. You're in this league. I'm the dude. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Welcome back. It is in this league. Whoa, right there. Music really cut there. Music caught me off guard there. It was all nice and loud, and then it was like, whoa. Welcome back. It's in this league on the Vance Sports Radio Network. So I totally cut, uh, took me off guard there. Uh, I am Chris Welsh. Find me on Twitter at is it the Welsh? That right there. Can I ask you something, the Welsh? Sure. What do you got? I won't even give you out your Twitter handle. Did did it's at Bogman Sports? I mean, you probably need it more than I do. Uh, did the music catch you off guard? Because you only said it seven times. Yeah. Did I not mention that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it did. Uh. 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 Yeah. Uh, uh, it. Uh, uh. Caught me off guard. Uh. So when we I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a real question now. Sure. Why is Chris Archer so terrible? Wait, what was his line last night? Give me his line. Uh, last night? Okay. Uh, his line was, he. I'm not on the right page. Cool. So, I'll give it to you. So, he went yeah. six and two-third. I was right. Only gave up two and struck out five. So uh, don't know what you were talking about. That is a quality start. Uh, five strikeouts, six and two thirds inning, only two earned. Who is runs. this against? Uh, I don't know, but it's I'm looking on Fangraphs. One walk doesn't say on Fangraphs who it was. You're against. you're you're looking at Fangraphs. Yep, because I'm on the game log and it doesn't have that game. I don't know what to tell you. I'm it looking has, on Fangraphs. I'm looking on Fangraphs too, and it doesn't have that game it, uh, under the live Bogman. Oh, okay. Oh, there it is. Hello, Chris Archer. I mean, I mean, Bogman mad. <laughs> well, you said superstar. You said Chris Archer was so bad, and I was like, he only gave up two, and you're like, no, no way. He gave up a million. I mean, he's like, he's pretty bad right now, and it's actually kind of depressing, by the way, because he has a six. Oh my god, a six five nine ERA, but a three seven four xFIP. Good. Okay, cool. Well, you can finish your segment there. Since you want to be a dick, go ahead and do whatever you want. What about Matt Harvey? Matt, Matt Harvey might get sent down. He's the worst pitcher in the, in the league. <laughs> He's a dude with a huge ass, too. Uh, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> 
Uh, I think that when he was pitching awesome, it was like, yeah, he's got a big ass. It's no problem. Now that he's terrible and he might get sent down because he should be a reliever and he says, I'm not a relief pitcher. I'm not a relief pitcher. Oh, you're not yeah, a pitcher. Well, you're, you're not a not starting a, pitcher. Yeah, you're not a major league pitcher. Maybe it's time to go into competitive eating. I mean, he's he's on that level. I mean, he's just not. It sucks. It sucks watching these guys that, you know, were just so elite for a short period of time just completely fall off. It's so difficult to buy in. It's so difficult to, like, accept. Or not buy in. I think it's the acceptance. It's so difficult to accept, like, oh, this guy is terrible. Like I what we saw in the good was not who he is. He is You said terrible, terrible. like that guy on that other podcast. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Yeah, he's horrible. My I, I remember I took Harvey. Why isn't Wheeler going to get his spot? Because they're talking about when, uh, uh, God, who's coming off the DL for the Mets? I can never remember. It's the Mets. Mats. Mats. So when Mats comes comes off the DL, they're saying that Wheeler's going to go back down why or yeah, to the just, bullpen? Why wouldn't would he? Why would he not start? Wheeler's been starting and pitching very very well. Matt Harvey sucks. There's just there's got to be something contractual stuff. You're gonna have a huge problem with Harvey if you send him down. And that's not a reason not to send him down, by the way, or get him out of the rotation. You're just gonna have dead weight. I mean, kind of like you have now. Dead weight might be better than what you're getting from Matt Harvey. I took him in RDI at like the 700th pick, and I remember I went on the radio with um clay and james and they're kind of asking me about it and i was like well why not you know why not take the flyer this late and i look now and i'm just like why 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 did i even bother <laughs> why would you why would you do that same I mean, team i took danny salazar and matt harvey on this 20-man league and it's like why that was dumb would you rather have chad bettis or matt harvey i mean probably chad bettis well you had you yeah. you had chad bettis was the bottom of bottom b of your list that we just did in the last segment but yeah, and I know Matt Harvey has been great before, and he's had this upside. But at what point are we just cutting this anchor? You know, I mean, little anchor. Th- this anchor is stuck on a coral, and we can't get out. We got to cut this anchor. It's going to flip the boat. It's going to wreck mean, your ERA every single week. It's you know terrible. what? You know what hurts me is I look, and he's got an he's got a six ERA, but he's got an xFIP of three six two. He's oh. giving up a lot of homers. Oh. He's not walking, guys. You can fix him. Career low walk rate right now, 1.71. Strikeout percentage is the best he's had since 2006, which not a good number, by the way. Um, you know, ground balls are up from last year, but he's giving up more homers right now, and he's, he's pitching to a very high BAPIP. So I don't know. Maybe he can get better. <laughs> did I talk? How did I talk myself into? How did we go from like hating each other because of Chris Archer for three seconds to like I'm like I don't know maybe Matt Harvey. Okay, Bogman, Matt Harvey or Chris Archer? Because since you hate Chris Archer, uh, I would take Chris Archer. That makes it me still happy. sucks. Yeah, but like he Matt said, Harvey, like really. Sucks. I would trade away Chris Archer for uh, probably seventy five cents on the dollar right now. Wow, really? I I just he one good start. He's been terrible for. Four starts before last night. I just, didn't, he's got to go. We talk, Bug and I spent a, a lot good. of time together. I did not know this hatred you have for Chris Archer and where this I came from. I didn't have it until until this season because, look, we've been waiting for Chris Archer to come around. We talked about Archer uh, with Jason Collette on, on our uh, podcast last Monday. And he, he, kind of, he kind of turned me around to this. I mean, Archer's never won more than 12 games. 
And remember, he was yeah. nine and nineteen one year. His ERA has been up over four the last two years. It's in the the sixes this season. He's you not know an incredible game. stat too. He's only had two seasons where he has had a winning record. Yeah, two. <laughs> when he was uh, nine and seven and ten and nine, and that was twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen. Now look, playing for the Rays. Oh, I screwed that up. That's two. no, no. That, those are the two. You're right about yeah, that. Good yeah. lord. Because yeah, after that, he was twelve and thirteen, then nine and nineteen, at ten and twelve, and this oh year he's with two and one. So maybe this games. is his breakout year, dude. But I just I think I've had enough. This guy, this guy has lost. 44 games in three years, not counting this year. Did I do the math right on that? <laughs> uh, let's see. He's 52 games. and 64. Overall. Holy crap. 44 games he's lost in the last three years. I, I mean, look, most leagues don't carry losses, but there are leagues that carry losses. And, and What does that look know, like to you, by the way? What is 75 cents on the dollar? I need to pull up player pools here real quick. Um, let's like see. just off the top of your head while I'm looking. Like, give me a... I would give up for, like, Corbin and something else. Like, Corbin and another piece of something that I'm bad at. If you gave me Corbin and a closer... What if I just said Corbin know, straight up? Take I it or leave it. it. I, you know, I don't think I would do that. Not because I don't think that Corbin is going to do better than Archer. I think it's probably going to be fairly close m- moving through the rest of the season. But I think that I can get more than Corbin. Corbin right cool. now... So. In a quality start, if you're looking at ranks wise, quality start, he is the fifth pitcher overall. Fifth Jeez. behind Corey Kluber. Next, uh, so uh, yeah, dude, he's he he has more strikeouts. This is incredible. He has more <laughs> strikeouts than Kluber, Charlie Morton. I'm trying to see who has more strikeouts than him. I'll just uh, I'll just uh, do the. Little he's a two pitch pitcher. He has the third most strikeouts in Major League Baseball. Number one is Garrett Cole. Number two is Max Scherzer. Nobody has more strikeouts than Corbin than those two guys. Uh, Pitcher List uh, tweeted out something today that he has more uh, whiffs on his slider than he has pitches on his slider in the zone wow. this year. And he, he said, I don't think I've ever seen that. Okay, I'm going to throw so, out some other names. Would okay. you trade Chris Archer for Johnny Cueto? Yeah. So you would trade him for Johnny Cueto but not Patrick Corbin? Yeah, I mean, I think that I can get... Well, look, I, I probably wouldn't do it for... I would have to have something with Cueto. I'm uh, asking you straight up. So you don't okay. get anything else on them. No, I wouldn't do that because I think I can get more than Cueto. Okay, I'm trying to go through this list. Would you trade Archer for Arietta? E- Decent. Two ERA. Two I think wins. so. Okay. Um, who are some other guys? David Price? Oh... That's tough because of the injury stuff, but he came back and pitched. Well. Yeah, I'd do that. Okay, let me see. Jose Barrios. Mm. I'm not a big believer in Barrios, but I think I would do that. Barrios is uh, put together. I mean, I think he got shelled in one start, right? But he's been pretty damn solid outside of that. I mean, he had the complete game shutout in, I think, his first or second start. Uh, yeah, I think I would do that. I'm just not buying into Archer anymore. I think, I one think more, it's time. One more. Okay. Luis Castillo. Mm. Six, seven ERA, 21 strikeouts in 22 innings, one quality start. No. No, I would keep Archer uh, only because, like, I would rather go get Corbin and another piece 
And I think that's more doable than Castillo on another piece. Do you have Archer I, anywhere? Can I acquire him for me? I have zero shares. Ah, zero shares of Chris Archer. And, and I was never really an Archer guy, not because I disliked him or anything. He's got this gigantic upside. And I'll be much happier with Chris Archer should he get traded somewhere. If yeah. he gets traded somewhere, I'll probably be back in. But the way it's going, you know, he had I mean, one good start. It's not a good look for me because I've been an Archer guy. And I kind of still am. And I, th- I feel like... This is going to be a downfall one for me, you know, because I'm going to, I'm going to, feel, I feel like he's a buy low opportunity type of guy right now. But, but if, dude, believe me, I had a couple people that any Archer start, I get tweets about it. Like, like what the <laughs> hell? I uh, Secret, didn't get any Archer tweets uh, yesterday when he only yeah. gave up two. You know, he didn't strike out a bunch, but when he had a good game, didn't hear from anybody. But when he pitches bad, I hear from people about it. And it's Archer like, I don't have to tell you, man. Archer who? Nola. I, I mean, I got to go Nola. Quintana. You're not a Quintana Quintana. guy. I'm not a big Quintana guy, but hasn't he not been great either? Uh, He got shelled in one of his last starts. I think he's been pretty bad, too. I mean, I want to look at his numbers because I think that's a really good one. But I think I would go with Quintana. Let's see. Quintana. (laughs) Eight ERA Mm. (laughs) with a 5.26 XFIP. And only a five uh, K per nine right now. He has a higher walk per nine than strikeout per nine right now. (laughs) I'm going to stick with Archer. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Dallas Keuchel. Ah, crap. (laughs) I'm going to stick with Archer. James Paxton. Oh, my boy, Packy. Let me look at Paxton. If there's an eagle around, I'm taking James Paxton all day long. (laughs) I thought it was great how he no-sold that. Like, you know, he didn't freak out or anything. Because you know there's some baseball players somewhere that's, like, deathly afraid of birds. Yeah. I mean, they're just, like, normal people. They have irrational fears. You know, I'm afraid of, like, beetles. I don't like, like birds, just actually. Spiders. Definitely don't I'm tweet them. Irrationally. Uh, did you see the spiders. tarantula burger I put up in uh, I did. Club did. for you? Try not to, try to ignore it. it. Nope. Yeah. Try not to do that. Like, I remember, like, I'm not a big fan of birds because birds are usually just a-holes. Like, they're just <laughs> not nice. Like, I you know, calling them rude before, and I was like, it's a weird thing to put on a They're so a bird. rude. Yeah. Birds are totally rude. And, like, you know, because I have, I have a bunch of dogs, and <clears throat> I've had lots of other animals like ferrets and, and, and rats and and uh, just all that type of stuff. They're so much more loving. You know, you, you love got animals, cats. but you hate birds. I don't like birds. And and uh, my wife, we were around this one person one time. I didn't know they were a bird person. And they oh, were mentioning no. something, and I was just they, they all over the birds. They said something, and I and they asked something about birds, and I was like, no, I'm like, I hate birds. Birds are the worst. And this lady <laughs> ran like a bird rescue, and I was like, oh, I'm bird sorry. Rescue. I'm like, I'm sorry. Those uh, birds so, are just—they're just not nice. They're not nice. What about like the owl that hugged that guy that that helped him? You ever see that video? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Did you ever see the one where the cat and the bird are best friends? I've seen some of those owls are freak me. I have a two-story house, and there's this big window that like our stairs—they kind of go down and then they move and they go like way down. And in that middle area, there's this big window. And one night, me and my son were walking down the stairs. And this, and this is like 9 p.m. This giant owl floats down and perches on the window and looks at us. And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And then it just flew away. Like owls are more mysterious and majestic. They're not like you know a parakeet that you have that you're like, "Oh, hi, parakeet," and it's like, nah, 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 and it bites you. And you're like, "Ah, you <laughs> son of, what are you doing?" Like, I mean, I, you also can't keep owls. So unless you have a bird rescue or sanctuary or whatever. And then someone so, tells you they hate birds. Yeah. 
Right. And <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a third person listening. You that's have like, like you are so interaction off with this person or what? No, no, never seen him again. There's a reason for that. But there's going to be someone that's just so upset. They're like, let me tell you about birds. And they're like, yeah, birds are probably fine. And birds are probably great for some people. They don't work for the Welsh. They don't like me. Dogs love me. <laughs> Your cats love me. So it's I, was help, I was helping uh, a friend move, and his neighbor had a bird. And, he, and he, he, had the two, he was taking his trash out, and he had two birds, one on each shoulder. And I said, yeah, uh, you know, I was helping my, my buddy move. And I was like, oh, you got two. Like one of them was this blue parrot. I'm like, oh, cool. Can I pet him? And he's like, yeah, just stick out your arm and, and uh, he'll climb right on it. And so I stuck out my arm. He climbed right on it and bit the holy S out of my arm. Of course he did. Because I was like, rude. yeah, OK, I've had enough. Take him back, please. Yep. Get Thank this you. out of here. I'm get this thing bleeding. out of here. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, sorry. He never does that. I'm like, yeah, it looks I'm like sure. he has a taste for human flesh. So <laughs> no, thank you. Probably be put down. I don't know what to tell you. This is horrible. Uh, what are we talking about? Chris Archer? How do we get the birds with Chris Archer? Uh, Paxton, James Paxton, and, and no selling the bird. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah, I mean, Pax, I mean, Paxton's not like lighting the world on fire, but I think if you're wor- – I don't, I don't know how to quite answer this, by the way, with, with Archer because like I think they're both in the same general area. I think Paxton is the safer of the options. Like if you don't want – if you want to mitigate risk, I think Paxton is fine. It's just Archer has that, that upside. And Paxton does too. I don't know, man. I think they're super close. Give okay, two or three more starts. Like I think, like you're not giving him any credit for having a good start that he just had that didn't exist for a little bit. What if he has two more? Like, are you back? I'm, I'm still out. I, you know, that's when I'm selling him. I'm not selling uh, him now. Yeah. I, I don't think that if I own Chris Archer, I don't think that I'm going to go out and sell him this second. Maybe uh, if someone offers me something good coming off the good start, sure, I'll do it. But that's what I want. I want two more good starts from Chris Archer and then get him the hell off my team. Someone else take him. I mean, a lot of the guys you can just say, hey, it's a bad start, blah, 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 blah. You know, and and maybe you lose that trade if he does get flipped. And I think there's a better opportunity for that to happen this season than it has been in past seasons. But I don't think you hold on to someone assuming they're going to be traded, right? Yeah, no, that's a great point. I mean, the you would love for this to be like a, a Quintana type of situation or a Verlander situation where he goes to a competing team, he's putting in a credible incredible spot with a great defense and, you know, he's got run support and all that type of stuff, but it is too hard to hold on to a player kind of presuming that type of stuff. So, I, I guess I'm I'm with you on it. At the end of the day, probably the best move is the one that you mentioned earlier. You got to get something and then a little bit more. You got to get a right. Barrios and something on top. Get a Corbin on something on top to kind of maybe mitigate, you know, what you might do. Maybe you can go out and get a guy like Corbin and then some like low end pitcher that's been playing half decent, something like that. So it's a great conversation piece. Uh, don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to talk about the NFL draft and the wild things that's being reported that the Browns might do. And then we're going to go over uh, a early 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 fantasy football mock draft that we did with the rest of the army that's going to be interesting plus uh, we'll update you on the poll results of otani versus ozzy albi so don't go anywhere that's scott bogman i'm chris welsh we'll be right back on the in this league